This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Lawrence Cunningham, a leading authority on corporate governance and culture, professor of corporate law at GW Law School, and the author of many business books, including his newest, Berkshire Beyond Buffett, The Enduring Value of Values. Hi, Professor Cunningham. How are you? Great. How are you, Ari? I am doing really well, so I'm excited to chat with you about your new book. Tell us about it and what inspired you to write it. Well, it's a biography of Berkshire Hathaway, a, uh, an attempt to provide a comprehensive portrait of this conglomerate today. And the inspiration for writing it was a, a common belief that uh, out there that is that, that su- suggests that Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway are synonymous, so that as goes Warren, goes Berkshire. And so people uh, suggest that now that Warren is in his 80s that uh, – once he leaves the scene, Berkshire will have to be broken up, dismantled, dismembered, and so on. And I found that to be a very disturbing proposition because I'm a big admirer of Berkshire Hathaway. So the inspiration was to research that question and see, well, what is Berkshire Hathaway today and what are its prospects for life without Warren? Uh, and so the book uh, is a portrait of the company today and the, the punchline, the conclusion that I reach is that he has designed this company to live long beyond uh, his lifetime. And, and that's the, the, the lifeblood of the company. The corporate culture that's there is really designed uh, for long term, beyond any individual person's lifetime. How did you research for the book, and what did that research reveal? Oh, thanks. So I, I did uh, traditional sorts of research in terms of you know, reading uh, archival information about each of these companies. I mean, Berkshire Hathaway consists of 50 main operating subsidiaries, all in different lines of business, all run by different people, founded at different times. And so I, I went and researched each of these companies, trying to provide snapshots of each one. And I also interviewed the CEOs of many of these companies. I asked Warren's permission to interview his uh, his CEOs, and he gave me that permission and gave the green light uh, to these men and women to talk to me. And uh, many of them did, and a lot of them filled out surveys. And uh, so I was able to compile portraits of each of these individual companies, little snapshots. And then taken together, I came away with a portrait of the conglomerate as a whole. Who is Tom Murphy? Why did he write the the foreword to the book? Oh, Tom Tom is a, a legendary businessman. He is the fellow who built Capital Cities ABC into the media powerhouse that it is today. It started off as a small regional broadcasting company based in upstate New York, and, and he transformed it into the international media empire. And he's been a friend of Warren's for 30 or 40 years uh, Warren and Berkshire invested uh, in Tom's company, I think, in, in the mid-'80s, and um, proceeded to become very good friends. Tom today is on uh, Berkshire Hathaway's board, and so he's an outstanding manager. And when I asked Warren, uh, who I'd, I'd kept up to date on the research for the book, I, I uh, sent him copies of the manuscript. Uh, undoubtedly, his his subsidiary CEOs reported to him on what our conversations were like. So he knew what the content of the book was. He knew that it was a portrait of the subsidiaries and how they're managed. And so I asked him, who should I ask to write the forward? And he instantly named Tom Murphy. And I thought that was an interesting choice. So I asked why. And he said, well, Tom has been my role model as a manager. And that blew me away because I didn't know that Warren had a role model uh, as a manager. But in fact, he did. And Warren said everything he's learned about management, he's learned from Tom. So I went to Tom Murphy, and I told him that Warren had said these things and asked him if he'd write the forward. And 
Tom's a very modest guy, so he 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 was floored at, at, at any idea that he was Warren Buffett's role model uh, for anything, uh, and sort of denied <laughs> denied it. But then I explained to him what I had discovered that what the portraits of the subsidiaries that I had come away with uh, revealed to me a set of of management principles. And I explained to Tom what these were, uh, things like a commitment to the long term, a commitment to entrusting your subordinates with considerable authority and things like that. And as I explained these principles to, that I found at Berkshire to Tom, Tom was nodding his head saying, yeah, those sounds like those, those are the kind of management principles I believe in. Those are the kinds of principles I practiced at Capital Cities ABC. So, yeah, you know, I guess I, I could write this forward, and he did. And did a great job, and uh, and he outlines you know very well uh, the, these these principles that he developed or that he practiced, and that I, I saw straight across uh, virtually all of the subsidiaries at Berkshire today. Now the book focuses on the enduring value of values. I love that in the title. What's appealing about the Berkshire culture? Oh well, what I like about it, and I, th- I think most people will, is that the, these nine values that I find at all the subsidiaries are inherently worthy. I think, uh, just to give you some examples, one is integrity, uh, and I illustrate it with the old-fashioned uh, credo of uh, doing to others as you would have them do unto you. It's a it's a basic ethical principle, a, a good uh, uh, touchstone for how to be in life. Uh, but what I also discover is that it's extremely profitable. That you do you do um, well by doing good. And uh, uh, another example is a commitment to entrepreneurship. That uh, it, to be innovative is a, a good in itself, but also can be very profitable. Uh, that principle of autonomy that I mentioned—the idea of giving people power to make decisions. Uh, is not only an expression of trust in people, which is a sort of virtue, but it also turns out people who will live up to that trust in in business deliver uh, better results. So so I found after all these values, they're they're intangible traits that on their own are attractive, either from an ethical or practical or moral point of view, and they are turned into profit-making activities at these subsidiaries. So I find that, that culture to be very attractive, both in terms of uh, ethics and economics. What are some surprises that might be in store for your readers? Well, a lot, a lot of things. Really, the most uh, spectacular is how this vast and diverse conglomerate can be unified around these values. It's it's an extraordinary phenomenon. So, if you look at um, Berkshire from afar, you find they're in fifty plus subsidiaries in just about. Every line of commerce and manufacturing and service. They write insurance, they sell paint, they make shoes, they sell food, they're in energy, they're in transportation, they make tools, uh, they're just about everything other than maybe uh, tech, the technology sector. And so it looks just like a far flung, sprawling enterprise, one that no one could possibly imagine continuing beyond you know, the life of the fellow who created it. But on close inspection, uh, they are united by this this core set of, of very basic values, this commitment of autonomy, the commitment of integrity, a commitment to the long term. And so it turns out it, it's a very it's a it's a big company in some ways. Stock market capitalization of around three hundred and thirty billion. It has a million stockholders. It employs three hundred thousand people. It operates in, in, in fifty countries. And yet at the same time, these this uh 
unity of, uh, of values around a, a core set of principles makes it actually a very small company. So uh, it's, a, it's an extraordinary feat that's been achieved, and I think readers will find that to be uh, a quite Im- impressive uh, story. Speaking of those readers, who's your target audience for the book? Well, the core audience is undoubtedly your shareholders, those million people who have been lucky enough or fortunate enough to, to own the stock or who own the stock today, and certainly um, a large portion of the 300,000 employees, people who whose livelihood depends on, on Berkshire and, and, and this family. But I also think that the, the audience could be could be larger than that. It, certainly business business people in, in any line would be attracted to the principles in this book because, as I say, they illustrate company by company how um, following these basic principles can not only be good in, in some ethical um, uh, sense, but also profitable. So entrepreneurs... Uh, owners of family businesses, CEOs of, of companies, whether midsize or, or large companies, investors who can discern the the value of these intangibles when making um, capital allocation decisions. And I think students especially, the younger generation who are trying to figure out what is the best path in, in, in professional uh, and business life. So it's a potentially quite Quite broad audience, but it starts with the, the sort of the Berkshire nucleus, I would say. But then um, uh, anyone with an interest in in business life and and uh, and uh, the doing well in in society by doing good, I think, will be interested in the book. Now you mentioned students. You're currently engaged in a national tour, mostly at at universities. Tell us what attendees at these events can expect. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we're on a 20 city book tour. We're right in the middle of it now. About we've done uh, about 10. Uh, cities, New York, Washington, Knoxville, Minneapolis, Des Moines. I'm leaving some out. We've got coming up Louisville, Palo Alto, St. Louis, uh, and others. People can go to my website, incidentally, or the book's website, BerkshireBeyondBuffett.com, to get the full list. And what attendees are are, are getting is, first of all, I'll give a a brief overview of the book, and I try to uh, highlight some of these values that I've been talking about, autonomy, thrift, a sense of the long term. And I illustrate these values by giving snapshot pictures of some of the companies that, that make up Berkshire. And then at many of the events, I'm being joined by uh, so the people I interviewed for the book, Berkshire subsidiary CEOs, uh, Berkshire directors, uh, owners of significant uh, Berkshire shares. And in that segment of the events, I sit in and have a conversation with these, these insiders, and with, they are really I, the, just a treat and a, and a joy to talk to these these men and women, and they've got just great insights into Berkshire as an institution, the, the, the particular companies that that they've worked in, and you know, really good insight into into Warren. They've worked with him, and so on. And so after that, so I have a nice conversation with these men and women, and then we open it always up to uh, uh, audience questions, and um, these are tend to be you know terrific, vibrant. Uh, conversations. Many many people attending these events are familiar with Berkshire, and so have a good good track on the kinds of questions that would be useful. And uh, so we de- we debate these you know current topics at Berkshire Hathaway. Some of them are some of the questions are easy. Some of them are very hard. And sometimes we just have to say we don't we don't really know. But in all events, uh, my sense people have have enjoyed the enjoyed the gatherings, and, and that's why we're out there. 
uh, and we hope, hope to. Uh, we've had very good attendance at all of them. The one last night we did one up at Fordham University. It was sold out. I <laughs> can't remember a book event that was sold out, but uh, it's, it's attracting a very good audience. Love love to do it. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Lawrence Cunningham, a leading authority on corporate governance and culture, professor of corporate law at GW Law School, and the author of many business books, including his newest Berkshire Beyond Buffett, The Enduring Value of Values. You can learn more at BerkshireBeyondBuffett.com. Professor Cunningham, it's been an honor to talk to you. Congratulations and best of luck. Thanks so much, Ari. It's a pleasure.